Mike Staley Podcast. In the city of fallen angels. I was just talking to somebody about the Tenacious D movie and how crazy Mike's Daily Podcast that movie is. But it's Mike Matthews. This is episode 2350. That's kind of nifty. That's 2350. And how are you today? So this was a Monday. Oh, I hate Monday. So Monday is... The first day of the week in my world. Mike's Daily Podcast. Probably in yours too. And it's rainy and it's dark and it's not the best of days. So Mike's And it's a 13th Daily Today. Podcast. What's worse than a Friday the 13th? Yeah. A Monday the 13th, of course. At any rate, I was having a discussion today with somebody about the movie... Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. What? Are you talking about the album by the Beatles? No. I am talking about the movie. There was a movie that included Peter Frampton, the Bee Gees, Steve Martin, Aerosmith, Alice Cooper, George Burns, and then Billy Preston, who had often worked with the Beatles. He shows up. Earth, Wind, and Fire is in it. I mentioned Aerosmith, right? Well, I am just floored that this movie came out. And I remember it so vividly. I was just a kid. I didn't go to the theaters to see it. But I remember it was there was a big, big to-do about it. And then they showed it on TV with no commercials. Or I think there was limited commercials. And we thought, oh, wow. They're actually like not going to show commercials. And they're showing a movie on TV and they're not showing commercials. That's amazing. We thought that was a great... 1978. So if you think about it, the... Oh, and by the way, George Martin, who produced, I think, just about everything the Beatles ever put out, he served as the musical director, conductor, arranger, and producer of the soundtrack for the album. And here's today's podcast picture. And I remember a lot of people that I knew, a lot of kids that had that album, had the had the Sgt. Pepper's movie soundtrack. It's like, uh, wait, 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 there, there was the band that originally did the great album, the original, that nothing beats the original. Why are you listening to this? So, but this is, this is the way life is, everybody. This is just how some people forget about the original and how important it was. But I'm very curious what John Lennon may have, because he was alive at this time, what he would have thought of this production. Basil The late great Basil the Boxer everybody Yes Well Although Universal Had high hopes for the movie That's right Basil the Boxer Who I watched many a movie With Basil We watched a lot of TV together as well as walked everywhere on the planet. The late, great Basil the Boxer. Okay. Although Universal had high hopes for the movie, anticipating it to be this generation's Gone with the Wind. Yeah, the Bee Gees and Peter Frampton are the Beatles, basically, in this. It worked out differently. Leonard Malton said, The picture just doesn't work and ranges from tolerable to embarrassing. As for the Bee Gees acting, well, if you can't say something nice... On Rotten Tomatoes, the film has a 11% score based on 27 reviews. 
<laughs> with with an average rating of 3.9. The site's critical consensus reads, I thought you might like to know that the Beatles, a.k.a. the act you've known for all these years, are ill-served by this kitschy, aggressively whimsical fantasy film that is most certainly not a thrill. I must say, though, when you watch it, you get a real sense of what the 70s were all about. Because it is weird and wacky and very 70s Now, here's where the rubber meets the road. Where the tire meets the tarmac. When asked about the film in a 1979 interview, George Harrison, yes, of the Beatles, expressed his sympathy for Frampton and the Bee Gees acknowledging that they had all worked hard to achieve success before making Sgt. Pepper. He said of Frampton and the Bee Gees, I think it's damaged their images, their careers, and they didn't need to do that. It's just like the Beatles trying to do the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones can do it better. Wow. Interesting. At the 1978 Stinker's Bad Movie Awards, kind of like a, was it the Raspberries, which I once interviewed, the guy who puts on the Raspberry Awards. You can find it in the interview section of mikesdailypodcast.com, which I'm going to tell you what the podcast picture is in just a moment. I know you're waiting with bated breath. The film received a nomination for Worst Picture. When the ballot was revised in 2003, it kept that nomination while also receiving nominations for Worst Supporting Actress, Diane Steinberg, who played Lucy in the film. Lucy in the Sky. And the Worst On-Screen Group, Lucy and the Diamonds. However, it was a minor commercial success. The budget for the film was 13 million. It earned over 20 million. So there you go. All that you ever wanted to know about Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Now, interestingly enough, I know somebody who's in his 20s who has probably no idea who the Beatles are. No idea who Bruce Springsteen is. Yes. Now, he... he Definitely does not know who the Dave Matthews Band is. Maybe that's a good thing, according to some people, but yes, this is the weird thing is we don't want to revise the originals, the greats, the classics. And Sgt. Pepper looked like it was one of those early, early movies that tried to revise history, that tried to change our perception and damage and blot out the Beatles. And there's a Beatle right there, George Harrison, saying as much. That movie was like the Beatles doing the Rolling Stones, he said. But anyway, it was an attempt. And for whatever reason, that movie was made. And I completely forgot about it until we were discussing it today. Because of Get Back, the movie that's out now that Peter Jackson had a hand in putting together. Showing, you know, really what the Beatles were all about behind the scenes. And that movie that came out beforehand that had used that footage. Was that Let It Be? As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont, the last place on earth. That movie even got it wrong and revised the facts, revised history. Get Back is more close to what it was about because Paul McCartney had a hand in making the movie and, and helping out Peter Jackson with trying to get the facts right. And the podcast picture today is of a phone. No, wait. Now, that's not an exciting picture. How about this one? It's of a very irate 
person who I took a picture of on the street. Sorry about that, sir. I didn't mean to take a picture of you. My phone just happened to... I was trying to check the weather because of all the rain. And we got... Ah! Yeah. Ugh. This part of the show is frustrating. Because I, I never know what to tell you what to do, what the podcast picture is. It'll be something recent. How about that? All right. So being creative has its pitfalls where you can't find a way to get from point A to point B like I'm having now. So you have to get into your creative brain. Some people think that creativity is a, a gift. Not a gift. Like one of those things that you see on your smartphone. But a gift. Something only bestowed upon the Vincent Van Goghs or Van Goghs or whatever you call him. But the truth is creativity isn't a gift. It's a skill. And it's a skill that anyone can get better at over time with the right kind of practice. But you should do... If you're trying to make room for more creative projects in your life, make room for practicing creativity on your schedule, just like you would any other important commitment, and then stick to it. Block off a specific chunk of time and put it on your calendar. Let's say Mondays at uh, 525. That might mean brainstorming ideas for a new book, putting a few hours into a new design, Something as simple as coloring or writing in a journal. What you do doesn't matter as long as it's creative. Let yourself be bored. That's an interesting concept. If you're like most people, you wear busy like a badge of honor and schedule every second of your day with one task or another. But when you're constantly busy, you don't leave any room for your mind to wander. If you want to be more creative, you need to let yourself be bored. When you're bored, you daydream, which activates your brain's imagination. And studies show that boredom and all that daydreaming you do when you're bored sparks creative thinking and can lead to a whole slew of new creative ideas. This is according to 99designs.com. If you're trying to get unstuck on a project, try approaching the project at an, an, an uninspe- unexpected time. If you're stuck on a project, you need to make new connections and start to look at the project in a different way. And one of the best ways to do that is working at the project at a different time. Changing things up and working on projects different times. It activates your brain's salience network, making it easier to make new unexpected connections between the knowledge banks and the environment. In fact, a recent study found that you're more likely to solve insight problems when you're at least alert. So if you're a morning person, you'll be more effective at solving creative problems at night. This is likely because thinking creatively requires different areas of the brain. So while you're def- you definitely want to tackle analytical problems when you're at your peak level of attention and focus, more creative problems can actually benefit from a more relaxed mind. So in a nutshell, if you're stuck on a project, try working at a different time, an unexpected time. Or go for a walk. Change of scenery. Getting outside. That can help. Especially outdoors. It's been shown to create increase creative output up to 60%. Likely because spending time outside can activate all three of the brain's creativity networks. Try something outside of your creative comfort zone. If you want to try to make your creativity even better. 
If you're a designer, try writing a poem. If you're a writer, try practicing a new instrument, that kind of thing. Become an idea machine. Every morning without fail, um, this one guy tried to sit down and write down 10 to 20 new ideas. They don't have to be good. They don't have to lead to any big business ideas, says the author. The only criteria is that they be new and interesting. Forcing yourself to write down new and interesting ideas on a daily basis engages all three of your creativity networks. The imagination network, the execution attention network, and the salience network. Since you're looking for new connections between concepts you already know. And that's all from 99designs.com. Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. The last place on earth. Look who's here. Hello, Michael Masters, Madame Rudebago. And yes, that's very interesting. Being creative. Ooh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. What's that? It's an album by the Beatles. Do you like the Beatles? Yes. Do you like Bruce Springsteen? Yes. Do you like Dave Matthews? No. I think most people, after they've seen him in an Adam Sandler movie, they don't like Dave Matthews, but... Yes, at one time, he was this groundbreaking, bizarre, folky musician with rock, with a rock band behind him. In the grunge area, in the grunge era, rather, he was like this new, different thing. And then people got sick of him. Look who else is here. Hello, Dave Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, we hear that you was talking about being creative, D. Yeah, creativity. Do that. Yes, I was. It was very good. And people learned a lot of great stuff listening to the podcast, and it helped them. Okay, so next show, we'll try and help you with some other stuff. Chime in about anything we covered today. 336MM daily. 3 plus 3 equals 6MM as in Mike Matthews. Daily as in what this podcast has been out for a couple of days. Drive safe in the rain. Um, you know, enjoy the rest of your week. I'll try and bring you another podcast tomorrow with more fascinating facts and interesting things. 336MM Daily. And with more on how to contact me, A-Frame's taking us out. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now. Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.